Hallelujah. I think we're going to disengage for a second. You may be seated right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But don't, don't turn off your expectation. God is talking. God is speaking. God is moving. He's not done in the service. Amen. When we change to gears to the word of God, that doesn't mean, you know, now we had to stop connecting our heart. This is actually the moment where we had to continue to engage with the word of God. Pastor, may I pray for you, Miss Rhonda? There's a shifting coming. There's a shifting coming and a spitting up of things. And I know that you know these things because the Lord has been spoken to you. There are things in the natural that are taking place that you already know they were supposed to take place. But there are other things that are coming behind. The natural things that you know, they're just uh, almost sometimes as a stumbling block for the supernatural that come from behind. That is trying to just keep moving at a different speed. So... As you go and obey, and as you let the Holy Spirit lead you and show you the things to come, know this are things that are moving fast, 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 fast. And you will not know when that thing took place, and you will not care when that thing took place. You will just enjoy and celebrate that that thing took place, and you will be looking back and say, "Ah, Lord, I don't know how you did it, but I'm so thankful that you did it, because if I was based on me, it would take forever. But because it was based on your time, your ability, and your speed, is already done. And I thank you, Father, for the speeding up of things and the shifting that's taking place in them. Because they know, they know, they know, they know, they know, they know, they know. But it's it's also an increase of the grace and the wisdom to know and to do and to lead in the days to come. Praise you, Father. 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 Galatians 4, verse 4 said this. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. I was thinking about this. I've been thinking, meditating. I've been talking to God. Um, how many of you believe that we've been in crazy times? Oh, you guys can. We're good. Um, sorry. I've just... Um, um, and as, as, as I've been talking to God about the times... And I've been talking to God about what's happening. Um, I, I come back often to this. Thank you, guys. You guys did awesome. Honestly, you guys did great. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out, what direction the Holy Spirit want me to go, because um, there's so many things that I think the Holy Spirit wants to do. Uh, but I've been thinking about this scripture often for the last couple of months concerning where we are and where we're going. Amen. We we live in a time, God is not limited to time, but we live in a time and we're closing a season to open a new season. But the Bible says when, when the fullness of time had come, God decided to send his son. And one of the things that I believe is strongly is happening, and it will be more increase of this in the days to come, and I'm convinced of this because I can see it in the scriptures, is 
uh, the 2022 is going to have a, uh, a new level of supernatural uh, or the expression of the spirituality or supernatural things taking place in the days to come. Right before Jesus was conceive, there was a great interaction with heavens. The Bible tells us, or give us the examples in the book of Matthew, Luke, John, and Mark, that before Jesus came, at the moment of Jesus came, and after Jesus came, there was great interaction with the supernatural. And I'm talking about the increase of the ministers of angels. And I don't want you to get weird about this because angels are not to be worshipped and angels are not to be celebrated. Angels are only messengers. But there is an increase of the activity and I believe that if we are not aware of that, we're going to start missing a lot of supernatural intervention from God that is sending his angels to help us to accomplish things in the days to come because the days that are coming are against the church and are again at days they are designed to be a blockage to the advance of the kingdom of God and is the supernatural ability to connect with heaven that's going to give us the way to find the path of less resistance to advance the kingdom of God. Every time that you see uh, a body of water moving in a straight line, normally that is an a man-made channel. But every time that you see a body of water moving in multiple directions and looking their way around, that normally is the natural way of follow because the water is trying to follow the path of less resistance. Can you see that? It happens in rivers. So that is what I believe the Lord is trying to do in these days. He's trying to teach us to follow the Spirit in such a way that we can follow the path of less resistance. And He's bringing supernatural help because He's about to reveal the body of Christ in all glory and splendor and in all supernatural ability and in all supernatural equipment to do the work of the ministry in the days ahead like we never seen it before where miracle signs and wonder will take place as we preach the word of God and God is trying to sell send supernatural help on our behalf Amen. We see this in the born of Jesus. We see this in the uh, before the born of John the Baptist. The angel came and started talking to Zechariah and told him, "Hey, I'm gonna give you a boy. I'm gonna give you a son, and he's gonna be a voice that's gonna go before Jesus or before the Messiah." Then he appeared, an, an angel appeared to Mary. The angel appeared to Mary, gave her instructions about what to do. The angel later appeared to Joseph. They give instruction to Joseph about what to do with Mary. Then the angel appeared once again to the shepherds. And the angel appeared to this. And the angel appeared to that. And the angel appeared to Joseph after the baby was born to warn him about uh, the killing of the baby. You remember all that? If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so that is what's happening. And we are at the fullness of the times. That's why I believe there's these two things that are going to happen. One is the major increase of the ministry of angels taking place among us. 
Number two is the increase of supernatural voices preaching and saying what God is saying. Right before Jesus appeared, it was a John the Baptist. And he came to preach or to prepare the way of the Lord. Amen? And his main job was to speak about the things that the one behind him will do. That's what I believe in this season that we are going in, this 2022, the, the season that the Lord is setting things up for us, there's going to be a major increase of supernatural activity from angels interacting with men and a supernatural ability to speak the word of God or voices going forth, voices going forth, not echoes, pay attention, not echoes, voices. That means you had to spend time with him. That means you had to know who he is. That means you need to know what he's saying and just speak out what the Lord is saying to you. Not what the Lord is saying to Brother Supernatural. Because you are only a voice in your life concerning to the level of revelation that you have. Not concerning to the level of revelation that they have. Amen? Amen? And the reason that the word of God have not worked for us is because we are used to, to live in the level of revelation that somebody else is talking about. And not in the level of revelation that we develop in relationship with God. When you are with God and you start talking to God and you start meditating in his word, something's going to pop out of your mouth. That's the word of God. And that's the word of God for you. Amen. And so I'm excited about 2022. I know it's going to get crazy. I know that. And I'm not concerned about it. Um, I know it's going to be probably even crazier than this year. <gasps> Brother Pablo, I thought you had preached the good news. I'm preaching you the great news. <laughs> that the enemy is defeated. The system have no power because we don't live under this rules, the kingdoms of this rule. We have a greater kingdom. Amen. They have no limitations. Um, we were singing that that song, you know, show me what he can do. And, and it, the worst thing that people can tell me is like, you can't do that. I mean, that is almost like a dare. It's like, okay, let's try. I mean, you know, there's always that guy that say, oh, you sure? Let's try it. Have you ever had a kid like that? That you tell, you can't do that. And they, they had to prove it. <laughs> That, that's me. Every time that somebody said, you can't do that, I'm like, well, let's try it. See what happened. You know? And, and because of what the Lord had led me to do, I become uh, an expert on bending the rules. <laughs> Not breaking them, but bending them as much as you can. And in the days to come, because the system operating is against the kingdom of God, you're going to have to learn how to bend the rules. You're going to have to get really good about this. And the Holy Spirit knows how to do it. I'm telling you, I've been living this six years. For the last six years, the Lord has been training me in this. I didn't know what I was going to a nation like Cuba. But, I, but now I know. Now I see it. And I'm excited. 
I'm excited because I believe God had prepared people for such a time as this, and you are one of them. You're not here by accident. You're not here just because, you know, you feel like, well, I need to go to church and, you know, check that box. If you're here for that, this is not the day. You should go above. You should dare a little more. You should press in a little more. See what God has for you. Amen? You're not too old to respond to the call. You're not too young to see the glory of God. You're just right on time. Now, with this increase, and uh, this is what I believe is going to help us to uh, start 22, 22 in the right feet. And I don't know about you, but I want to start correctly. I want to close this chapter, and I want to make sure that I can start a new one fresh. Will that be okay with you? I think we all kind of feel the same way. So let me help you to close one so you get ready to open a new one. Because I believe with this increase of the supernatural thing, which is already in you, and with this increase, according to Jesus, Jesus said this in John, talking to Nathaniel, uh, when he spoke to him, um, telling him that he saw him under the tree. You remember that? In chapter 1, verse 50, Jesus answered to him and said, Because I say to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than this. Verse 51. I'm reading John chapter 1, verse 51. And he said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, Hereafter you shall see heaven opening and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. So this is not my saying. This is Jesus saying that. And my Bible is in red letters, which means Jesus said it. And I didn't write this book. When I bought the book, it was already printed. Okay? So apparently Jesus said, in the days to come, you're going to see a heavy interaction between heaven and earth. Now, because I do believe there is an enemy out there always working against the Son of God, trying to stop the plan of God, I want to set you up for success. Will that be okay? And I want to set you up to start correctly 2022. And this is what I believe that are two main things that are going to try to come against the body of Christ to stop the advance of the kingdom. Are you ready? Number one is fear. Fear. And if you're not aware that the world is operating fully on fear, you haven't been living long enough. Everything that's taking place is based on fear. Everything. There's nothing out there that you're going to see today that's not fear-based. And fear is against God. Fear and God cannot cohabitate. Fear and God are two different things. God is not feared. Actually, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 say, This is not, uh, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment or punishment. Well, Jesus, the Bible says in Isaiah 53 that he took our punishment. So if he took our punishment, we should not be in punishment. So if fear involves punishment, 
That cannot be from God. Amen? It's very simple. You see, it takes a preacher to complicate the Bible. But the Bible is pretty simple. If fear involves punishment and Jesus took our punishment, punishment cannot be from God. So anything that produces fear or punishment cannot come from him. So every day you're going to have to make the decision to live in the peace of God and to find the peace of God in your heart. And anything that comes against you before you react, you need to say, hold on. Is this bringing peace or this is bringing fear? Because if you don't choose correctly, you might get the trick of the enemy to interfere. And as soon as you interfere, you're out of love. Amen? I'm not saying this. I'm just reading the scriptures. Okay? But I want to prepare you for what is coming because I can see the increase of the fear that the enemy is trying to use against humanity. Every five minutes, I'm off news completely. I've been for several years now. I'm like, I don't need it. You know why? Because they keep telling me, you can't, you can't, you can't. And I keep proving them, I can, I can, I can. I mean, uh, we were talking, you know, and I was uh, making sure that, that you guys know this. I, I took a trip uh, uh, last December, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they keep telling me, you can't find tickets to Cuba. You can't find tickets to Cuba. And the Holy Spirit propped me one day and went to the website, and I find a ticket. I put it on hold. Um, Katie was sleeping that night, so I didn't want to wake her up because it can get dangerous. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, so I wait until the next morning when she was awake, and I say, hey, listen, somehow I found tickets, and I, I, I want to see, make sure that this dates work. And she said, yeah, I think they work. So when I went to pay for the ticket, um, um, the, the, the reservation number was there, but the ticket was not, or there was not room in the airplane. Uh, so I had to call American Airlines and say, I'm trying to pay for this reservation, and, and, uh, but I can't find the, 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 the ticket. And, and they say, well, there's no ticket, Mr. Risa. We don't know how you did this. And I said, well, I have the record locator, so apparently I have a reservation. They said, well, we, we don't have room for you in this airplane. The, the airplane is already sold out. And I said, well, that's your problem because <laughs> I have a record locator, so you had to fix it. So... Long story short, they fix it. They find me a seat in that airplane. And, you know, the, the ticket was fairly expensive for what we would normally pay. But this is the beauty of the body of Christ. A few days before, I was talking to Pastor Donnie because I was telling him, I want to go to Cuba. I feel like I need to go to Cuba. I feel like I need to be in Cuba. And Pastor Donnie said, if you get a way to get in, we're going to help you. And we're going to pay for the project. So it didn't matter how much it needs to pay because now God already provide way even before I spend the money. <laughs> a new creation church paid for the whole project. And we were able to go to Cuba in the middle of the pandemic, in the middle where everybody said, you cannot go in. We were able to go and take two suitcases of 70 pounds each full of medicine and supplies for pastors and members of the churches. And you know, there's one thing when you tell somebody this in the hospital, hey, get well, we love you, we pray for you. 
And it's another thing going and seeing them. So I got the chance to go and see them and pray with them and lay hands on them and tell them that we love them and show them we haven't forgot them. So I want to thank you. First of all, Pastor and Ms. Rhonda and, and the New Creation Church for being so generous and being connected and being a blessing to the world and being quick to respond to the need of the church and the need of those in, uh, the, the need help in other nations. I really want to thank you for that because you guys step out in a, in a minute and, and cover the whole project so I was able to go and come back and be a blessing to Cuba and be a blessing to those pastors. And those pastors know that there is a God. We were able to put medicine, we were able to put uh, supplies, and we were able to put money in their hands and tell them, we haven't forgot about you guys. We're still looking for the opportunity to be back and bless them. So I want to thank you guys for your generosity. Amen. Your, your, your giving is making a great impact. And your giving is, give, is, 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 is speaking loud about your generosity and your, your willingness to obey God. So we thank you for that. So fear is taking place. And fear is going to stop you if you let it operate in your life. That's why people keep telling me, you need to do this, you need to do that. No, I just need to listen to the Holy Spirit. And this trip to Cuba, they stopped me right after I, I was getting out of the airplane, you know, and you had to go through this booth and they take you the, the paper for the PCR negative test so you can get in the country. And as soon as I'm crossing by, the lady yell at me, Mr. Ruiz! And I'm about to give my passport to the immigration guy and I say, that's me. And the lady said, you can't come in, you're not vaccinated. I said, yes, I can. Apparently, I can because I'm here. You cannot come in because you're not vaccinated. I say, ma'am, I'm already here. <laughs> I love to argue with people. <laughs> the lady say, no, no, you cannot do that. I say, I say ma'am, I passed three checkpoints. They let me in somehow. I guess I can be here. And she grabbed her phone and make a phone call with with this speaker on. So she's like this, and she said, let me check with somebody. She started making the phone call. Somebody on the other side answered and said, I have a passenger with an Argentinian passport, but he's also an American citizen, and he's not vaccinated. What should I do? And the guy on the other side said, let him in and hang up. I don't know if that was an angel or no, but I take it. Because <laughs> the lady could not explain. She's like, I don't know what they're letting you in. I said, I know what they're letting me in. I know what they're letting me in. We're coming for a purpose. I'm, I'm divinely directed. I'm not here by accident. I'm here on purpose. I'm here on divine destiny. I'm not here just because I don't have anything better to do. I'm not coming here just because you have such a great country. I'm coming here because I have a purpose. And I came because the Lord told me, I will give you this land to shake it from top to time, to show the system of communism that God is greater. Amen. It's been like that since, since the Lord called us there. Amen. 
So don't let fear intimidate you and stab you. Let the supernatural ability of God to lead you. And the second, the second thing that I believe is going to happen to try to stop the body of Christ, and it's been very active, and I'm going to close with this, and I'm so glad we had communion because I think it's going to be very fitting for, for what I believe the Lord has been ministering to me, is this. Um, If you live a life feeding yourself with natural information, you're going to be easily offended. And easily offended people is most of the time working in unforgiveness. You want to close this year with a bang? I'm about to help you. And the greatest element out there offending and being used to build unforgiveness or, or build a grudge in people's heart, you want to know what it is? You're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're not going to like it, but I'm going to tell you. It's government. It's government. The country has been divided. The church has been divided because they like one or they don't like the other one or they like what they say or they don't like what they say or they like what they do or they don't like what they do. And we've been living the last two years offended at those guys. I'm telling you right now. The word offense, according to the scripture in the book of uh, Luke, chapter 17, the book of offense is the word, the root word scandalous, which is where we take the word scandal. That means that every time that something happens, scandal rises in your heart. And every time that they do something, what they're trying to do, they're trying to provoke you to bite and get a hold of that. And I'm telling you right now, if the church doesn't learn how to live a life free of offenses, we're going to miss a move of God. We're going to miss a move of God. The Bible says in Mark 11, I'm going to close with this, and I hope you understand my heart because I believe God is trying to empower us for what is to come. He's not holding anything back. You're going to see supernatural activity moving among us. And you must be ready to embrace what the Lord is doing. 11.24 says, Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Verse 25. And whenever you stand praying, at the same moment you're praying, is a word and. That means it's connecting the idea. It's not done with one idea to start another idea. It's continuing the same idea. And whenever you stand praying... If you have anything against anyone, forgive him. That your Father that is in heaven also forgive you trespasses. But if you do not forgive, forgive, neither your Father in heaven will forgive your trespasses. Why I say this? I was thinking about the other day, and, um, and this morning the Lord reminded me. A couple of years ago, I was teaching in a, in a Bible school in Cuba. I have like around 350 pastors throughout the nation. They came to this 
seminar and and I was invited and 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 I, it was an honor for me to be among those guys and just I was like what can I teach to these guys they have overcome persecution and harassment and and have paid great price to serve God it was so so out of place I feel so inaccurate to be there and, and, and just try to tell pastors they have paid a great price, something they have not experienced. And as I was ministering and just going through the scriptures, I, I, I felt this shift from the spirit and I started talking about forgiveness. And I started talking about the power of forgiveness and the power of walking free of offenses. And I got to this point where I say, you can forgive your mother-in-law, you can forgive your father-in-law, you can forgive your wife, your kids, the people that hurt you the most. But I shift into this, and I believe it was for this, by the Spirit that I say, you need to forgive the government. And when I say that, I knew that I was telling them to forgive an entity that had destroyed the temples, have destroyed their house, have kicked out their kids out of their schools, have kicked out their helpers from their job, have harassed them from time after time, have thrown them in jail, have, have humiliated them in public, have constantly persecuted them, have constantly created an obstacle for them, have eliminated the ability for them to get food, have eliminated the ability for them to make money, have eliminated the ability to live. I was telling them, you need to forgive them if you you want a move of God in your nation. And one by one, with tears in their eyes, start standing up, raising their hand, start praying for their government. And because I know there is a spirit of communism operating in America, if we know, get this one right now, correctly, how to live in this system, we might miss the greatest move of God that is to come. You're going to have to learn to detach from them, let them do government as they please. We still know God is on the throne. We still know God is on the throne. But we must learn how to not bite the fences they're constantly throwing at us. And the only reason that they're doing that is because the system behind, remember, we don't fight against flesh and blood. Amen? But the spirit behind, the spirit behind, that's why we pray for them. We don't pray for them because we like them. Jeez. We pray for them so they get the chance to yield to the right thing. In the same way that they yield to the wrong thing, if we pray, they might get the chance to yield to the right thing. And I'm mad at them. I go often when I go to Cuba, I look at the pastors, I look at their conditions, I look how they live, I look what, they, what the government have done to their country. You know, Cuba for many years was called the jewel of the Atlantic. Prosperity, money, everything was in Cuba. It was one of the nation's most developed 
during the 40s, 50s. And you see what they've done today. And I spend a lot of time sometimes in, a, in, a, in an apartment, you know, because you, 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 you have to be very careful what you do, where you go. And I get a lot of time, and, and, and often I just start praying for, for them. I pray for the Castro family. I pray for the generals. I pray for, for everybody, for the Communist Party. I ask the Lord, have mercy of them. Have mercy of them. Have mercy of them. Have mercy of them. Lord, Lord, have mercy of them. I got tired of trying to fight with people to show them how terrible they are, you know. I just, I just decide, I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to pray for them. And since I did that, the coolest thing happened. Let me close with this. In one of the years we were traveling there, I was doing Bible studies in different places. We were ministering in different homes. And uh, I got invited to this house of an old lady that wanted me to go and do a Bible study in her home. And so I just decided to go there. It was an afternoon. I was waiting for the food, and as I was waiting for the food, I'm walking out through the living room, you know, and, I'm, and I see the pictures of this guy and Fidel, and I see the picture of this guy with Raul, and I see this picture of this guy and generals, you know, and out of the blue, this older man appeared in the room and sat down, and I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at the pictures, I'm looking at him, I'm looking at the pictures, and I'm like... This guy is the guy in the picture. <laughs> and I started talking to him, and he was a retired general of the Revolutionary Army. There are not many of them. I think there are only alive 10. Most of them, Fidel, eliminate them. So this was a very, very committed, faithful guy. And I started talking to him. We started talking. We started sharing things. You know, he was telling me about Fidel, about Che Guevara, and all those guys. And when he was done, right before the meeting started, he stood up and he said, I don't believe what you preach. I don't believe in your God. I don't believe anything that you guys do. But my wife said that you're a good guy. So you guys do whatever you need to do. You're welcome in my house. Have a great day. He turned around and he took off. And here I am in the house of a retired general of the Communist Party doing a Bible study. <laughs> Just because we start praying for them. Just because we start praying for them. I'm not happy with what's happening. But that, that's not going to change my perspective because the goal is greater. The, 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 the harvest is greater. The plan is greater. Amen? So I think it's fitting for us as we close. Let's, let's get rid of any unforgiveness in this 2021 before we cross over so we can fully experience what I believe God had for us and is about to happen. Will that be okay? So what do you know? Close your eyes right there where you are. And talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Ask him. Ask him, Lord, what is it? What is in there that I need to repent? I need to forgive. I need to let it go.
family, relatives, friends, situations, bosses. Lord, we come before your presence. Fully convinced your spirit is here, Father. You know, there are some healings that haven't been taking place because we're holding something back. There's some blessings that the Lord has been not able to deliver because we've been holding things back. There's some increase that the Lord has been, has been trying to get to you. But that has been a blockage. That has been a blockage. So Lord, we choose to forgive right now. We choose to forgive. We're closing this season forgiven. Lord, we're so thankful for the gift of forgiveness that you gave us. There's no right to hold it to against anybody. So we choose to forgive. In this hour, we choose to walk in the fullness of what you've done. We expect a great increase of your ability to show yourself great in our life in the days to come. And we refuse to have any blockage in our hearts that will stop the advance of the kingdom of God. So I choose to forgive. I choose to forgive. I choose to forgive. I choose to forgive. Lord, and anything that the enemy is using, is trying to build, is trying to create, to offend us, to attack us, to make of a scandal, to put us in a position of, of offense, we refuse to take it. 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 We choose to forgive. We choose to pray. We choose to bless those that curse us. Pray for those that persecute us. Speak life into those that Lord, are constantly speaking against us. Lord, we will walk in the example that you left us. Oh, Rapako solo prostele pakea pasua. That we commit our life, we commit our heart, our mind, our soul. We surrender before you. It's the best way we can close the year, guys. It's the best way we can close the year. Letting things go that we've been holding, that we've been carrying. And just embracing everything that the Lord has for us. <sighs> Praise you, Father. Lord, I thank you for that. Oh, pray Stola Pasua. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Oh, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. 
praise you, Father. I praise you, Father. And as we move forward in the things to come, and we experience the things of God, there is an assuredness, a new level of assuredness of knowing that we are, are in Him and knowing that we are cooperating with Him. And it's that assuredness, not just the Spirit speaking forth, but the Spirit, the Spirit settling us down to tell us, to assure us, to certify, to warranty that we are His sons and that we're doing His will. And I thank you for that Holy Spirit. We thank you for 2021. We thank you for 2021. And we have great expectation of 2022. Great expectation of 2022. Lord, we thank you because we will hear your voice. And the voice of the stranger we will not follow. And because of that, we will be in the middle of your will. Doing what we need to do at the right time, at the right way, with the right people. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys.